Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour three of the nightcap here on VSIN, and hopefully this third hour brings us a goal from the Colorado Avalanche who are going to, you know, allow a terrible hockey team to beat them tonight. We'll see. Well, I hope it brings another goal from the Calgary Flames. Uh, we're up 2-0. Got a two-on-one here. Oh, Sean's got Calgary on the puck line. By the way, Memphis leading Golden State without Ja Morant tonight. 78-69, to 69, this one with nine and change to go in the fourth quarter. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is the nightcap. And let's uh, let's bring in a good friend of ours from props.com. I'm sure it was a busy weekend for him, as it always is. It is Patrick Everson. You can follow him on Twitter at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Once again, the website props.com. Patrick, let's start with the stunner of the weekend. Rich Strike. From the 21st post, <laughs> wasn't even in the race oh, until man. Friday, comes out of nowhere and wins the Kentucky Derby. So doing what you do, I'm sure you've got some really interesting bets that were out there that were be able to be cashed on the 80 to one long shot in Rich Strike. Yeah, it was interesting. First off, Tim and Sean, thanks for having me on tonight. I appreciate it as always. It was interesting because, as the two of you know, and those who are in Vegas or have been to Vegas and, and gotten their way around the sports books know, South Point is a really good hub for horse racing. It's, I believe it's the only book that has an entirely separate race book, such as their devotion to horse race betting there. And it was packed, and they even had that, you know, that lounge next door to it, adjacent to it, that was full. And they even had just in that in those in those big doors that enter from the outside at the south end of the South Point, they had a big screen set up right there. People would come in the door, and there was a bunch of chairs and tons of people just standing around right there. And everybody's hooting and hollering as the horses come down the stretch because you've got Epicenter there. You've got Zandon there. They were favorites. They took a lot of money. So there was a lot of yelling. But then when Rich Strike wins, it, it got real quiet real fast. There was not, I mean, there wasn't even one person like running around with it, like a chicken with her head cut off that had a winning <laughs> ticket. But, you know, and I was hoping for that. Believe me, I had to, I had to have my camera rolling, but it didn't happen. So 
Um, you know, normally there's at least one person like that, but obviously in other spots, especially down where you gentlemen are this evening at Circa, which had the fixed odds, some people have, did pretty well to that. And in fact, uh, Paul Zim, who handles, who I'm sure you guys have spoken of and probably too, uh, he handles horse racing odds for Circa. And he said, look, we were as high as 200 to one on which rich strike. He said they took a little action there, just a few tickets. But he said they spent all day Saturday between 100 and 150 to one. He said plenty of long shot players to the point where Circa was a loser to fixed odds derby betting because there was enough people who took that long shot. And he said, look, we were booked to win to seven of the top eight betting favorites. So they were good. Really pretty good as long as a big long shot didn't win, but a big long shot won. <laughs> yeah, well, Patrick, let me tell you, there were three kind of people that had Rich Strike on top. And the first group is people that were attached to the trainer or the ownership group, so through sure. association. The second group of people is who – Connections, as they call it. Is that what Right, connections, <laughs> yes. The second type of person is the one who 21 is just their favorite number. And the third kind go. of person is some kind of way somebody fell in love with Rich and Strike. Maybe they turned it backwards and thought it meant Strike it Rich. And right, they bet right. him. That's it. This horse had not won a race since September 17th of last year. Wow. No, it's, it's fascinating <laughs> for sure, Sean. And Patrick, there, there he was... had not finished better than third <laughs> since September 17th of last year. Look, I understand, but there's a couple of interesting points. First, let me let me one point that I saw out there today, or maybe it was yesterday, but at some point, so this horse wasn't in the field, but still had to pony up the. I believe it's a fifty thousand dollar fee. Yes, to be eligible to be if allowed into the field if if there was a scratch. Right. It wasn't something that the that the connections could put up afterwards. They had to put it up before. So if you're gonna put that up. You got to think that there's, you know, I'm not, you know, not thinking he could win necessarily, but you got to think there's a little something, something there. And then you had the betters, such as uh, our friend, who I'm, I'm sure you guys all, I'm sure the two of you know Dave Sherapan. I've, I've known Sherapan for years and uh, under Sportsbook Consigliere on Twitter. Well, he did 74 a, grand or 7,400. A, a box trifecta with first place. Of every horse from one to nineteen and twenty-one, which is the twenty-horse field, and the twenty-one horse was obviously Rich Strike, and then he had in second three, six, ten, twelve, fifteen, and in third three, six, ten, twelve, fifteen. So he hit the trifecta there. It's a fifty-cent bet, but with all the combinations, it costs one hundred and eighty bucks and one seventy-four hundred dollars. He did that. There was an, uh, a better at, at BetMGM who did who went even further than that. Bet seven hundred and sixty dollars on the exacta, where he just boxed the entire field. He or she. Now, if Epicenter and Zanet had gone one two, the better is going to the better that better will hold a winning ticket, but the winning ticket might be worth a fraction of what they actually bet. They might actually lose like seven hundred dollars. They get paid back 60, and that's it. But because an 80-to-1 long shot won, that better actually ended up making about 3300 bucks. So it was definitely really fascinating, Sean and Tim. It was a really odd way for people to make money, and for the most part, most people did not make any money. They were tearing up tickets uh, you know, at, at a very high rate. Well, I'll tell you this, Patrick. Uh, for those that don't know, this is the first leg of something called the Triple Crown, the second leg will be ran in two weeks at Pimlico Racetrack. It's called the Preakness. 
if you still believe in Rich Strike, you will still be able to make plenty of money on him because he will be <laughs> the fifth or sixth choice in that race. <laughs> yeah, he probably, probably will. There's probably already some fixed odds out there for that, depending on who's committed and who hasn't. And I wouldn't be surprised if you can get a D. You're not going to see this kind of number, but you may still see a decent number. Uh, he'll be double digits. He'll be 10, 11 to 1, especially if Secret Oath runs in the Preakness. Because you have to presume that Epicenter and Zandon are going to run back in the Preakness. So those three will be first, second, and third on, on, the, on the tote board. And, and then you'll get a, a horse like Early Voting who lost to uh, Mo Donegal in the Wood Memorial in a Razor. So there'll be some betting. I just, I really think he might he might not be in the top five betting options come post time in two weeks. That sure could be the case. It's going to be it definitely makes it a lot more interesting to look at for sure. I mean, I just don't get how a horse runs farther than he's ever run in his life. None of those horses ever ran a mile and a quarter, and he has enough energy, Patrick, to try and eat the pony. <laughs> no, it it is crazy. And I was talking to your point, Sean. I was uh, I talked with Ed DeRosa a little bit last week. He's with horse racing nation and he's a very big horse racing guy he knows his stuff he tweeted out a couple of things after the race he said the last time a horse whose odds were at least 80 to 1 won a grade one race was in 2006 and this year in any horse race that had 12 or more starters the longest shot on the board was oh for 175 until saturday yeah, unbelievable it was, stuff. It, it was uh, it was wild for sure. As we're talking to Patrick Everson, make sure to check out all his work at props.com at Patrick E underscore Vegas. Always great stuff coming from him. Hey, Patrick, in our final three minutes here, switching over to the NBA uh, action sure. tonight. Um, you know, what what was the action looking like? We actually had an over uh, in that Bucks Celtics game for the first time in that series. And then uh, no jaw and then no Steve Kerr last minute. Uh, but the the line seemed to move a little bit. Was there money coming in on the Grizzlies at that high elevated price? I think there was a little bit. The last I checked on this pre-tip was with WinBet with uh, Allen Berg and Motoy Pierce. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And their, and their crew over there. And it, it wasn't, it got, it opened nine, it got as high as 10. Some books got to 10 and a half. Uh, WinBet ended up only going to 10 and then peeled back to nine and a half. And 
What he said is uh, pregame, he said, we've seen great two-way action between 9 and 10, but they really wanted an outright win for the Grizzlies because he said there were plenty, his quote, plenty of sizable bets on Warriors' money line, which I found fascinating because there was obviously some pretty heavy juice to lay on the money line, and maybe it was money line straight bets uh, along with money line parlays. He may have meant that. Um, So they were certainly rooting for the Grizzlies to find a way to do this outright, which they've done, by the way, in the five games they played in the 25 games they played this season without Morant going yep. 20 and five. So, um, and they needed the under in that game or rather the over in that game with a plunging total. <laughs> and I don't think that's going to get there. So. Yeah. That, that first half, uh, if you needed the over, uh, you might as well. Well, they got overtime in play. That's true. You can, yeah, you might need, three point that, game. You might uh, need, that's, that's a good point. You might need three overtimes uh, in that one. Hey Patrick, uh, any insight uh, from from books on uh, on the grading of the MVP? As we, it hasn't officially been announced, but it was reported by Woj, so that hasn't been graded out yet. But uh, any info info from like a couple months back of where books stood here in the final minute on the MVP in the NBA? Yeah, I'm looking to see if I got anything fresh on this today. I don't think I saw anything new. I mean, for a long time, we knew it mind, was going to be Yogi. Points that US Points that USA paid out on this weeks ago. So it, it's a little fascinating that, uh, that, it, that, it was, that it was still an issue, but obviously there was a bunch of buzz last week about, uh, about somehow Joel Embiid getting it. But there's really been no buzz from the books on it, so I think it was their expectation all along uh, that, that, that this was already settled science, if you will. You can follow him on Twitter, at Patrick Great E stuff, underscore Patrick. Vegas. He's one of our favorites. Check out the Twitter handle, uh, PropsUS and Props.com. Patrick, as always, we appreciate it. Great stuff, as always. Absolutely. You gentlemen have an excellent week. And you know what? We had the Denver, Colorado native Patrick Everson on, and he brought the good mojo, baby. He did. Avs up 4-3. to three. Calgary up 3 to nothing. Get you updated on the NBA. Hey, this thing's actually getting interesting. It's the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and DC. Subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Hey, wouldn't you know it? A terrible basketball game has turned, in, turned into an enjoyable one. 89 to 88 right now. Memphis leading Golden State. Sean is sweating out the everything. Guardians everything. White Sox game. I got Cleveland versus the White Sox. <laughs> It's top of the 11th, first and second. I've got puck line in the Calgary game. And uh, Dallas just pulled the, the – they went empty net with about six minutes left in the game and scored. So now it's three to one. So now i got to sweat this out unless Calgary can find a way to score an empty netter here. Uh, what else do I have going on? Sean, can I make your day? Yeah. Uh, Josh Naylor for Cleveland just hit a three-run homer. Woo! <laughs> yeah! <laughs>
You serious? I'm serious. Twelve to nine. Oh my gosh. Twelve to nine. Yeah, that's that's music to my ears. Yeah. Josh Naylor uh hit a grand slam I think in the top Calgary, of I think Calgary's on the uh by the way power play too. So Sean, yes, who once great. again uh gave us a whole bag of losers uh for the Kentucky Derby. I'm just kidding. Uh you had I did. The, I gave myself. You had the Panthers tonight, which yeah. somehow the rabbit's foot was on. Well, again, like uh, it was Greg, to- like Greg Wachinski said, they got a terrible call on the goal to, to, to All right. for them to go up. I mean, that was supposed to be a penalty. You had you had the Cleveland Guardians tonight, Sean. Yeah, they were down like a, <laughs> a lot to a little. They were down eight to two in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, they hit a grand slam. <laughs> Josh Naylor, who just hit a three-run homer. In the top of the 11th inning. So, I don't know what bet you've got tied to the Cleveland Guardians, but good Lord. So, I have a three-team parlay tonight. You're losing I everything took, tomorrow. I took the Cincinnati Reds plus 155. Oh, my God. With the Cleveland Guardians and the Giants on the run line. The Giants are up 6-2, so I still got to get that home. I think that's in the top of the eighth. They're playing the Rockies. You're about – I don't want to mush you. But you have a lead in the bottom of the 11th inning when you trailed with three outs to go, eight to two. And the guy who hit a grand slam to tie the game at eight just hit a three-run shot. Hey, I had the Phillies the other night when they gave it up, so I I deserved a little get back. But again, I think this is all because, and and I want to get serious for a second, this is all because I had enough maturity to take Calgary from behind the red tape. Because I said, I gave you the, the definition uh, of karma. I didn't want my karma to be off. Now, did you take the Golden Knights from behind the red tape? No, 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 no. They got to prove that they, they want to be from behind. Like, well, since. They got all offseason to convince me. But since you put Calgary behind the red tape, they lost both games. Right. And then you took. Nah, I, you, there was nothing that they did. That's right. That took them out. And now. And on the seventh day. <laughs> Sunshine, they, baby. they rested. Hey, <laughs> are we hey, getting hey. biblical here? Hey, like, what, are, what are we hey. doing? All I'm saying is they're on the power play right now. I feel a lot better if they can get a goal in oh, and get this man. back to a, a three goal lead. That made me feel really, really good about myself. I'm watching the uh, the replay of Josh Naylor's home run. Un- unbelievable. That game ain't over though. We still got to get three more outs. So yeah, good for you, Sean. Hopefully Thank that you. comes home. Hopefully it is good uh, for me right now. The abs, just, my, it looks the, better than it did. The abs have taken a uh, – they have a one-goal lead with three minutes to go, trying to complete the sweep of the Nashville Predators. Able to grab that at plus 140. Uh, Memphis up 89 to 88, 348 to go, Sean. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit, and you mentioned that, hey – Maybe you're buying in on this Philadelphia 76ers. Ain't no maybe. I got a ticket to prove it. I'm just trying to convince you to come with me. No. Seriously. I'm not going to. You can enjoy that. Um, Whoever wins the Celtics Buck series is going to the NBA Finals. Uh, It'll probably depend on the health, though. You know, the Bucks aren't the same team without Chris Middleton. They're just not. It's true, but they got the best player in the world. Oh, my God. That is such a dumb move. Did they not call it? Oh, my God. That's so stupid. So the reason I bring that up, Sean. The Calgary guy just goes and blatantly grabs the Stars player. That's so dumb, Backlund. By the way. This is just stupid. Like, Why would you do this? 
trying to think right now. So Golden State and Memphis are tied at 90. That's dumb. If this hits the over, that would be just tragic for underbetters because this game has been such an under. It was 220. They might need double overtime. Yeah, they got to go to overtime even in that. To be no, I'm saying double. I mean, oh. they, got, they need double overtime. This was just stupid. So, Sean, the reason I bring that up is we sweat out 57 games as we speak. I have nothing. Do you have anything on Memphis Gold? I have nothing on this game. No, nah, I wasn't touching this game. Um, I mean, what did it close at preflop? Ten? Uh, nine and a half. Yeah, I wasn't touching this game. Which I should have. I mean, that looks like an easy winner right now. With, well, I might I just start taking all the Warriors players under their point totals. <laughs> the way they're shooting. Well, they dropped 142 yeah. in game three. And, and everyone went over in that one. Yeah. You got to bear with me. They shot 64% from the field. Yeah. I, I had a real tragic situation. This, Tragic. This setting up to happen here in this Calgary Sean, game. you have a ticket with the Cleveland Guardians on it. There's nothing. Tragedy is not a word that you can speak tonight. <laughs> a team that was down six If I don't cover this puck line, I can be upset. In the top of the ninth inning, you need to enjoy some wins for the love of Ooh, God. Well, I'm trying. If I get this. Uh, if, the, if the Guardians if win. I can get this Flames. Are you proud of me? I haven't said Indians once. Yeah. I think I'm kind of used to the Guardians. It's going to take me longer for the Commanders deal. I just call them Washington. They were the football team for two years. Yeah, that's true. Sounds so boring. I've got to get through two minutes and 28 seconds in this Stars game. Hey, the commanders. Without giving up a goal, hopefully. I put out a tweet over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Rich Strike, 80 to 1. Yep. Commanders, 80 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. No shot. (laughs) I do like the commanders to potentially win the uh, NFC East, though. Yeah. I'm not buying into all the Philly hype as of yet. What did you think of the Giants releasing a Solid corner today in Bradbury. Yeah, I, I want to know who gets him. Give me an empty netter here. There's no empty net yet. Uh, 93 to 90. It's We've hit the point of the show where Sean is just staring at a television. I'm sweating. I have sweats going. I do. I have legit sweats. I'm trying to watch the game for the people. Yeah, you worry, you worry about NBA, and I'll keep you posted on what's going on in all the Olympic sports. <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, I know I know basketball is an Olympic <laughs> sport. I'm just being sarcastic. I'll let you know if your your uh, your Colorado Avalanche under two minutes to go. Come on, Abs. I've got more issues. Dallas close this thing uh, out. has a power play going and an empty netter. So instead of five four, it's six four advantage from a personnel standpoint. So I just like that we've hit the off the rails part yeah, of the show. I'm really needing Calgary. He just. Oh, my Lord. Why wouldn't you try and hit Andrew the net? Wiggins. Good oh, my goodness. God. Andrew Wiggins just threw up an absolute brick. He is uh, one for five from three tonight. That's not great. Yeah, that's not surprising. Because he shot well yeah. the other night. Yeah. Um, By the Memphis tying this thing up without John Moran is pretty impressive. If they are to win. Well, not they were awesome during the regular they season were. without John. They were terrific. Yeah, I didn't. But again, I mean, I think I'm going to start taking all the Warriors player prop totals under until they prove that, you know, what was their nickname? Splash Brothers? Yeah, the Splash Brothers. Right now, they're the Brick Crew. I think you do better than that. A brick Bunch or whatever. I'm, I'm distracted. Brick Bunch is better. I see a lot of Dallas Stars players, and we're in front of the Calgary net, and I don't see a lot of white jerseys, and the, the, the puck keeps getting shot very – Hard at the uh, Calgary net. What could go wrong? We're under a minute left. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. They can't even clear the puck right now. 
Oh, my goodness. Come on. Get the puck out of that side of the ice. There we go. Now we can make a line change. What else? Here. Huh? He, he hasn't even spent a second. Oh, we got an empty net. You got to make this. You got to make this. Yes. There we go. Calgary, never in doubt. See, Aaron, look at the growth. Look at the growth. Aaron, Taylor, Jason, all our, all our people in the back, look at the growth. I thought you called him Aaron Taylor. I'm no, like, you see how you, you if, like, if, if you here? forgive, your karma is right. See, I forgave the Calgary Flames for the pain they inflicted upon me in games one and two. And I took them from behind the red tape. And who was rewarded? My pockets. Golden State, about to take the lead. 45 seconds to go, 93-92. See if the Warriors, Steph Curry looks like he's headed to the free throw line. Down one with 45 seconds to go. We'll get you updated on the Warriors game and what other games Sean is sweating. I'm sure we'll discuss that as well. It's the nightcap here on Beast. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Answer the call of cash with DraftKings Connect to Victory Challenge, sponsored by Verizon. Play for free in this nine part prediction pool series and take your shot at grabbing a share of $45,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Verizon now to join the action. Verizon, America's most reliable 5G network. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. Uh, apply. See DraftKings.com for details. 96-95, and it looks like, Sean, mm-hmm. we are going to hit the over in the second half. I told you we should have played and what it. was the preflop number, 222? 222. We're not going to get close to that. No, no, no. Barring overtime. Yeah, I'll say overtime, man. That's almost a, a foregone conclusion. 96-95 right now. We got more free throws to come. So we're looking at a total of 191 currently. And, and Shout out to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Well, they'd prefer to win this game. They kind of blew it here in this. Well, I'm just even like being competitive. This is, I mean. But Steph Curry at the free throw line, burying his free throws as he has one to do. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew I wasn't laying double digits with Golden State the way they've been shooting. No, and shout out uh, JVT on Twitter. He liked Memphis. He had Memphis. Best bet. Only bet today uh, on his two write-ups, VEASAN.com. Make sure to check that out each and every day, VEASAN.com. Uh, Jonathan Von Tobel, as we talk about Adam Burke, MLB plays. Scott Seidenberg, he's been crushing it on Major League Baseball. Uh, so make sure to check out. All of those. So 98-95, the second half total is now officially over, Sean, uh, of 113 and a half. Thought about playing it, didn't do it, and it looks like we're going to get another foul here. Golden State is going to get the win, and the Warriors in a ugly game going to emerge here victorious as they lead 98-95. I think Draymond Green might have just got a, a blocked shot on that final uh, three-point attempt there. So Golden State going to take a 3-1 series lead. They're going to be the only team, Sean, 
mm-hmm. in the entire postseason right now with a 3-1 lead because Dallas even things up against Phoenix, as did Philadelphia. So the home team has taken care of business. And now Golden State, no John Moran again tonight, but Golden State is going to get it done here uh, as Steph Curry is stepping to the free throw line and hitting his free throws, 99-95. Golden State with a uh, with an impressive come-from-behind victory here. They trailed 41-38 at the half. Now you got to look at the second-half line, which was 9, and if they'll cover that. So they were down 3, so they have to win by 6 for a push, and it's now 195. So it looks like, we'll see, Memphis still a chance to cover the second-half total, or second-half spread, I should say. Uh, but Memphis pregame was a 9.5-point underdog, and that is going to, uh, should Come home. I guess I won't count those chickens yet. You never know. Crazier things have happened. But 100 to 95 looks like Golden State will take care of business and a chance to wrap things up in Memphis on Wednesday night. Earlier tonight, Sean, it was Boston coming from behind an impressive fourth quarter as they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And uh, what I was going to get to last segment, uh, but you had you know 37 games going on, sweating it out. I love you too. NBA Finals MVP right now. Taking a look at it, and once again, in honor of Rich Strike, maybe there's someone way down, and these odds will shift uh, based off of the uh, performances from tonight, but Steph Curry is the favorite to win NBA Finals MVP. That <laughs> surprises me. You know what I'm looking at. Joel Embiid. Yeah, 17-1. That's your guy. I'm just telling you. Philly right now has four guys scoring basically 18 or more points a game. Tobias Harris is fourth on the team. He's averaging 17.7. You know they have to win the NBA title, though, right? Facts. They match up with Phoenix. Maybe. Yeah, they got I mean, Aiton, the good thing the is James Harden has such a great history, especially in, like, You're living in the finals. past. You're living in the past. Yeah. He's worse now. You could say the same thing about Chris Paul and his postseason failures. And yet Phoenix is sitting there as the prohibitive favorite. Chris Paul got his team to the finals. I know. I'm just saying, like, you can, if you want to make a counter argument, you can do it with every team that's left in the playoffs, including the Bucs because of the absence of Chris Middleton. So, you know, that's kind of what I was saying to, uh, to Nick earlier. Uh, without the stars, it's almost like you're lost. Like you're watching the game and guys are missing shots and you're having to go look up the roster. Like, who is that? Like, you you take all your money, put nah, it on, nah, on nah, Philadelphia. You know I'm a smarter, better than you that. You go, go enjoy yourself come with, on, with those. Come on, come on. Uh, don't, I will, don't, uh, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> all right? You're, you're too smart. You're too intelligent. By the way, Golden State, if – Wiggins hits this free throw. They're going to cover the second half. Oh, total. I would say they can't cover the pre-flop number. No. Yeah, that's done. Oh, he missed it. Of course So now did. you're looking at a push. Hopefully. At the buzzer. Oh! oh! Good for Memphis <laughs> second half backers. Oh, they didn't count it. What? Oh, man. They didn't count it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they got to go back to the replay. Oh, let's see it. Second half number. Actually, here at Circa, closed eight and a half. So if this bucket counts. Oh, yeah, that's oh, good. What are they doing? Oh, that's yeah, that's, well, yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
Memphis, if you took Memphis in the second half, yeah. count that bucket. Go yeah. to review. 98-101. They got to put that up. The 98. You got to count that. Yeah. You know what's you know disgusting? There's somebody driving right now who's not in front of a TV who's, like, refreshing their phone, and it just went final, 95-101. They think they lost their second uh, half bet. If you took the points with Memphis. Yeah. We're here to tell you, don't throw your ticket away. Yeah, don't throw it away. Yeah, They're going to go to review. Don't throw your ticket away. And yes. they should, uh, you should. Final score will be 98-101. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, Golden State gets the win. They hit a bucket at the buzzer, a three-pointer at the buzzer. But the only thing that matters was uh, the second half line. The total in the second half does go over. So, after a horrifying first half of just 79 points, the second half goes over the total of 113 as uh, a big fourth quarter, 39 points from the Golden State Warriors as they win 101 to 98. Steph Curry finishes with 32 points and uh, has eight assists as the Warriors take now a 3-1 series lead. And, you know, based off of the odds, they've got the best situation sitting here, Sean, because they're the only team up 3-1 going into game number five. I would agree. I would agree. Um, kind of asterisk on this now. Is it Ja? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been something every game. But? You know, in, in, in game three, they didn't have, what, Dylan Brooks? Game four, they didn't have Ja Morant. Like, Warriors didn't have their coach tonight. Ooh. You're right. Pretty good coach. I mean, Steve Kerr does an excellent job of standing up two times a quarter. You really? You really? Because Mark Jackson was terrific with the Warriors before. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, and this is no knock on Steve Kerr. I like Steve Kerr. Yes, I would prefer to have John Morant. No, I'm just saying, like, there are a lot of coaches that could have inherited Golden State when he did, and and they've been really successful. Because the players are wired right. Steph and Clay, all about basketball. Draymond, all about basketball. Like, the organization brought in Iguodala and the perfect pieces to fit. Like, I mean – so you're not going to give any credit to Steve Kerr? Yeah, he gets credit. I mean, Draymond Green's a second-round pick. Yeah, he gets credit. But I'm Jordan s- Poole was like the 29th pick. Yeah, that's late. Jordan Poole, I don't even think he's won a championship yet. So he's he hasn't. Not, yeah, he's not in the conversation. I'm talking about the nucleus of guys they had now. They were headed in the right direction. They were on the uptick. You know, it's not like he's uh, Collins who had the Bulls. You know, and ultimately, like, uh, was it Phil's uh, – the, the Bulls coach for the six. Doug Collins? No, for the six championships. It was well, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson gets credit, right? Because he led them to those championships, but he didn't inherit the same team that Doug Collins inherited when he was the coach of the Bulls. If that make, if you if you understand what I'm saying. Sort of. Sort of. What I'm saying, if Phil Jackson had the Bulls from the start. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, Mark, like, Mark Jackson played a big role in what Steve Kerr inherited. Doug Collins played a big role in what Phil Jackson inherited. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Like Tony Dunsey played a huge role you, you in like, what John you, Gruden inherited. All I know is you like put an asterisk on a lot of things. Well, just context. Because everything isn't equal. It's, it's the NBA playoffs. People get hurt. Yeah, they do. So. Which is why I'm trying to tell you the 76ers are alive because of the injuries. Go for it. Enjoy yourself. Already. Pre-flopped it. By the way, I might need to double down on this uh, Embiid 17-1 to to be finals MVP because I will tell you this. You want a cigar? If the 76ers actually make the NBA championship, 
They will need him to be in, uh, Finals MVP what to win the, it. What are the cities that they could be going to? What are the, what's the strip? most likely San Francisco or or Phoenix? How are the strip clubs in those cities? You got to be worried about James. Well, Harden. he already donated a million. I heard they they retired his jersey. I mean, you, showing love. James Harden's in Miami right now. Just saying. Bet your jersey ain't up on any strip club. It's a nightcap. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only 59 bucks, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. Subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel today gave out Grizzlies plus 10.5. They cover that with ease. He'll have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice as well. We'll have also thoughts on the NFL preseason. We'll have continued best bets on golf. Got another major just right around the corner. UFC, USFL, NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, that includes daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Use our betting tools, live video stream, 59 bucks for subscribers for until July 31st. So VEASAN.com slash spring. It is an ICAP wrapping things up here. On VEASAN, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Mm-hmm. As the Golden State Warriors have defeated the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, outscoring the Grizzlies by 10 in the fourth quarter, by six in the second half, as there was a late three-pointer that was banked in off the glass. And uh, Mr. Dylan Brooks with eight-tenths of a second, making uh, that important to some as... Uh, the second half spread comes home for Memphis to cover the second half. So uh, there you go. Second half uh, cover for Memphis, but a big win for the Golden State Warriors. What's your level of belief in this Warriors team moving forward as a, as a team that could win the, the championship? Mm. I mean, I probably like them more so because the competition looks to have like significant deficiencies more than they look like this unstoppable juggernaut. I don't think anyone. So, like, I'm trying to evaluate, like, the individual, but with the group mindset. And I just don't know that – I mean, Phoenix doesn't look unbeatable. Nope. I mean – Everyone, I mean – Dallas has them tied up 2-2, you know. Of course, we all thought Memphis probably a year away. And then you look on the eastern side and, you know, with no Chris Middleton. Now, if Chris Middleton comes back healthy, I'm not sure – what his expected uh, return date is, to me, that gives Milwaukee the pole position, in my opinion. But without Middleton, I mean, they go on runs like you saw in the last couple games, especially in the fourth quarter. Like, people, Giannis is an unbelievable player. Deserved. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Finals MVP, but Middleton is the guy in the fourth quarter when they need someone who can go one-on-one and get his own shot. Like, he's the shot maker. You know, when they're doubling Giannis, you know, Giannis doesn't like to rely on his jump shot, you know. He's gotten better at it, but, you know, Middleton's the one who, you know, is, is the, the threat to shoot the three or go to the hole, shoot the mid-range. So they miss him, especially on the offensive end. So without Middleton, I think the East is wide open. We still don't really know what Boston is. I mean, I think Boston, you know, I think a lot of teams would have beat the Nets in hindsight in the first round. Just look at their energy, their commitment to doing things the right way. It didn't seem to be there. It seemed like it was a lot of internal turmoil on that team. So, I mean – we're still trying to figure out what Boston is. I mean, they've been shooting like the basket was moving. If not for Al Hortford, <laughs> I mean, they're down 3-1. And Hortford was unbelievable tonight. Know, I've said from the beginning, and I think Miami is, is a better regular season team than they will be playoff team based on how they're currently construed. Like, Can somebody tell me what's going on uh, with the kid from Kansas that used to start that doesn't like sniff the court now? Uh, the three-point shooter. He's from Michigan. Duncan Robinson? Duncan Robinson, my bad. Michigan, Kansas, kind of same thing. Uh, Duncan Robinson, I mean, did he make Spolstra mad? Is he injured? Like, I mean, he, he went from starting, he can't get off the bench. He's a liability defensively, yeah. as is Tyler Hero, so they can't really afford uh, to play Have you seen them on offense? They might need to uh, give a little to get a little. It's true. Yeah. It, it's an op- it's a possibility. I mean, they shot 20% from three. Kyle Lowry was awful uh, in game four. Was He's not 100%. Uh, looking ahead to tomorrow, though, Sean, are you riding with your uh, your Sixer boys? Yeah, I'm probably not going to touch that. I'm on a hot streak right now. I don't want to cool off. You want to take a little cigar back? Yeah, nah, I just feel like those games are 50-50 Miami games. Philly? Nah, I'm not touching it. Come on. Nope. Make it interesting. Nope. We're not putting money on it. It's a little cigar bet. Nope. Mm. Chicken. Talking all this Joel Embiid love. and I mean, here's where I do like Embiid. I do. I just feel like Miami-Philly was always a 50-50 type of, type of tournament. Or type of series. So, I mean, I just don't want to be, you know, out there in the whim. I like to bet, you know, when I feel like I have an angle or an advantage. I don't know that I have one So tomorrow in this night, game. We've got I'm not laying points with the Heat. 
Tomorrow, Miami laying three, total of 209 and a half. And then the night one, night cap, I should say, Phoenix laying six against Dallas. Do you have the uh, three totals from the three previous games? For which series? For uh, Philly-Miami. That 209, where are they at? Game game four was it went over 224. Okay, that's what Embiid back. Uh, game three was 99-79. Under? Uh, game two was over one nineteen one oh three. So they're two to one. They're two one to the over at two oh nine. No two and two, because game one was one oh six ninety two. So okay. just under so two and two. Right. So, so there 50, you go. Fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Totals. Yeah. yeah. But on this, the cover too, because Philly covered in game three and four, right? Miami covered in game one and two. Correct. Yeah. Because I'm not Lee. I'm not messing with that. Like I feel like you're gambling if you bet that game, unless you have some kind of angle. It's tech. That's that's basically exactly what we do. No, I'm, when I say gambling, I mean like you walked in and you looked at the board and said I'm going one way or another without really putting any research, time, energy, effort into your selection. Like that's just like okay, I'm going to roulette table. I'm gonna play red. I'm gonna play black. Like I would feel like betting that game based on the information I have available to me. That's what I feel like. I don't feel like I have a good angle on game five in the series. I bet Philly pre-flop. Because I thought there was a lot of value there, so I'm sticking with that, and I'm not moving. And by the way, uh, I don't know who this guy is in from the Giants, but you have a six-run lead, Doug, buddy. Just can we throw strikes, please? I mean, goodness. He's got a guy on second already. He's had an 0-2 count, and he proceeds to throw three It's 8-2. Right. Sparks start fires. Oh then we just see this same number in the Cleveland White Sox game. I just, I just, Eight to two, top of the ninth. People, I just I want you to realize that a couple weeks ago, after the show, we were watching college basketball. After the show is the after party. And Sean had the the manhood to make jokes about me sweating out bet. You are in a eight to two game. Yeah. Complaining about a reliever throwing a ball. Do you learn from other people's failures? I saw the White Sox fan that was sitting there in the top of the knife. They were up 8-2, getting ready. He was already at the steps. He had the jersey on and the hat backwards. You give me. And it ended up 8-8. Eight eight. You give me grief. So all I'm doing games. is trying to encourage the relief pitcher to throw strikes. Because he can hear you in San Francisco? Maybe. Might be somebody at the game listening to the nightcap instead of the broadcast, and they thinking just like I'm thinking. So we're rolling in the same Look, direction. I like myself a lot, but John Miller is the best broadcaster. Wow, well, this wasn't a the- knock. They might be a Rockies fan. They might want to listen to the home team broadcast. <laughs> Come on, man, get with the program. All right, can we can we can we take a look at some hockey games? Yeah. Okay. Do, do you really need to sweat out? No, I'm not sweating. It. I'm just intrigued, cognizant. All right, tomorrow we got. Four series back on the ice, all mm-hmm. tied at two games apiece. L.A. at Edmonton. Edmonton puck line. Yeah? Yep. They roll. Plus 115 on the puck line. Yep, tomorrow. they roll tomorrow. Edmonton puck line. What is, what's up with your Tampa boys? Big win game And four? I can't figure them out either. Like I said, I got Tampa pre-flop. I'm not touching a game in that series. I'm just going to root for the, the Lightning. I got them to win the series, so if they win, I get paid. That total sitting at six and a half. Yeah. Uh, juice to the over. What is that it's series? 2-2? Two, 2-2. Two? Two, two. All, all series tomorrow are 2-2. Two, two. St. Louis, Minnesota in Minnesota. Uh, Blues and Wild even at two games apiece. Wild minus 133. Total of 6.5 juice to the under at minus 120. And then Boston to Carolina. Boston was, uh, was considered dead after the two games they played in Carolina. They go back to Boston and they win both. 
And uh, juice to the under is the total at 6, minus 120. And Carolina, the home favorite at minus 140. Would you look at Bruins plus 120? So I think I'm going to play Carolina on the puck line because Greg made a good point about Boston having the final opportunity to change the lines because they were the home team and matching up that line the way they did, whereas now Carolina gets to make it in their favor. So the last time Carolina had the favorable matchup, they covered the puck line in both games. So I'm going to actually go Carolina. I'll I'll play them money line, but I'll have a nice puck line wager tomorrow. So you know what I might do? I might just do two two two-team parlays. Edmonton and Carolina on the money line, Mm -hmm. and then Edmonton and Carolina both on the puck line. All right. Do it like that. There you go. That's going to do it for the show. Yeah, man. We appreciate you guys rocking and rolling with us. Hope we allow you to have as much fun as we have in studio because it is a joy to come to work. I love my co-host, Tim Murray, the ginger genius. I don't know. Whatever you need, Sean, to drink tonight after somehow, some way, you got a Guardian's win. Ridiculous. Scott Seidenberg up next. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.